Inside the Scoreboard. As always, I'm Corey, and we are today, we're diving straight into the NBA playoffs, man. It's so much going on. We we have to recap so much going on. Um, it's top to bottom, Eastern, Eastern Conference, Western Conference is a very, very fun time uh, for NBA fans. Right now, Milwaukee Bucks, we can start right there uh, out in the East with the former champs, Milwaukee Bucks. Very good team. Obviously a great team. Uh, They just won the championship last year. Um, To me, this series is not so much as about Milwaukee. I feel like they're doing what we expected them to do. My biggest bone is kind of with the Bulls. I I would expect the Bulls to have a little more fight in them. To me, I'm seeing a lot of guys looking around and Looking at DeRozan, uh, too much is being put on DeRozan. The guy is playing out of his mind. It, the one game that they actually did win, game three, I believe, um, he, I, he had 40, excuse me, game two. I think it was game two. He had 41 points. I mean, you, you can't ask much more from a guy like that. He just didn't have the help. Um, I know these guys were down a major point guard and ball, but I was expecting a little more fight. I was definitely expecting a little more fight. Um, this, to me, that series, not so much about Milwaukee. Uh, salute to them. Giannis is going to, to me, keep being Giannis. Um, and I would expect to see them advance, maybe even another round. Um, they Very good team. Very well coached. We know they play defense. We know what we're getting with Milwaukee. Again, m- my biggest bone is with Chicago. Um, right after that, you got to talk about Philly. Um, Philly right now is in what almost looks to be a dogfight. And I don't think any of us was expecting a dogfight when we saw that the two were matched up. Um, At least I didn't. I know Toronto usually is a very well-coached team. The organization has proven, has been trying to prove a winning mentality uh, in their organization. They lost a lot of big pieces over the last three or four years, and yet they're still being somewhat consistent. Um, This series is all about Philly. This series is all about Philly. Um, They're doing what they can in regards to just keeping things um, competitive throughout each. They're they're playing hard. They're they're being as competitive as they can. Joel Embiid is being Joel Embiid. Um, But Philly has a lot of pressure. I'm not so much worried about Can they get out of this Toronto series? I'm confident that they will. I am very confident that they will. But I'm worried that the pressure that's on Philly right now to win right now is going to come back and bite them. Doc, we all know, is a proven coach. He's a well, he's a great proven coach. There's no question about that at all. No question about that at all. But. When the organization takes a turn like that and brings a guy in like Harden, the expectation is to win immediately. And right now, Joel seems to be the only one hanging, holding up his end of the deal. Him and Doc. I'm not I'm not saying James is playing completely terrible, but are the days of vintage James gone? Are they? I I was one of those guys, and I still am, I still am, don't get me wrong, that I believe it's in Harden. I believe James can come out next game and give us 35, a very efficient 35, uh, 35 and 8, and and we wouldn't necessarily be surprised. Um, So I hope that his struggle doesn't continue, but he is definitely raising the question of are they, or is vintage James 
gone. Um, the fact that I'm even saying vintage James, the, the, the league is taking a shift. The league is taking a shift. Um, so we're not going to talk too much more on Philly. Again, I, I take Philly in that series coming out of Toronto. They'll win that game um, in six. I mean, they'll win that series in six. Another big one that just ended, unfortunately, with the broom. Not too happy to announce this one, man. Brooklyn Nets are going home without a single playoff win. Not one. Not one. This is one that I couldn't wait to talk about. I mean, Boston Celtics, young team, a, a, a superstar tandem. What lo- looks to be in J- Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, the guys are well coached. Um, the organization we know has proven they can win, but can but the, but the biggest thing to me with that series is that two of the most skillful offensive players in the league in KD and Kyrie couldn't get one game. To me, that that is that is something that's probably going to stay in KD's legacy. More than we're necessarily thinking about it right now. I'm not even a guy that's all into the legacy. KD's still a great player, no question about it. Um, he could have dropped 12 points in the last game, and and I, I would have still said that, that like KD is still KD. Um, in fact, he actually almost had a triple double, 39 points. Um, he played he played out of his mind. 39 points. It, 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 it was it was it was great, but the team couldn't find a, a way to win the game and. I mean, I guess you got to tip your, tip your hat to the guys out in Boston, um, but definitely surprised me in that series. Um, KD, man, I hate that form, man. What I think the biggest question with this series, I mean, with this with this team, is going to be what to do from here. A lot of people want to blame Kevin Durant. A lot of people want to blame Kyrie Irving. I'm going to take that approach, man, and I'm going to blame it on coaching. I feel like it's not necessarily so much on Nash. I think it's just the way that it tipped, the way that the team got started. It, it, it just didn't necessarily, in regards to coaching, didn't necessarily feel like the best situation. When your top guard is coming out saying, we don't really need a coach. And Steve is already so close, so close in age to the guys on the team. It, that just To me, that's just not a good way to start it. Because if you cannot coach the best players meaning if you cannot discipline the best players in the heat of the moment how much respect and how much cohesiveness are you going to have across the board with those other guys with those not one and not one through five or one through three but i'm talking about four through 13 the rest of the team the entire team how much cohesiveness and respect will they have for you or willingness to buy into whatever system that you're putting there to me they're going to have to make a coaching change um and I hate that because I really, really do did like the idea of Nash, uh, but they're going to have to make a coaching change. And Boston, um, shout out to them. They'll definitely move on and um, keep competing. Next, we got another disappointment, man. I was rooting for these guys. Atlanta um, def- just got sent home last night for one uh, to Miami Heat. Um, I feel like these guys have played great in regards to Hawks. They played great. Um, shout out to Nate McMillan. Um, team just team just couldn't get it done. Miami was ultimately the better team. Um, Atlanta has to take a step back over the offseason and look at other guys that can assist Trey Young because in I know we got we kind of got um, almost used he used to the way Trey Young 
handles teams, even under pressure, even with uh, well-coached and defensive-minded teams. Take, take a look last year. He was balling through the playoffs, absolutely balling. I don't think anybody ever thought that they would get as far as they did last year. And that was all, it seemed like all because of Trey Young. He was just playing out of his mind. And now we see him struggle, especially last night. Um, we see him struggle. He actually had 20 turnovers throughout that series. And I'm not putting so much of that on Trey Young as I'm crediting Miami. Miami's a good team. They did what they were supposed to do, being as high seated as they were in the East to a team like Atlanta. They did what they were supposed to do. So I'm more so crediting them. Um, ladies, gentlemen, y'all out there, don't be surprised, man, if y'all see Miami in, in the NBA championship. They're very well coached. They take they take each possession and really try to maximize it. They did that to Atlanta without Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry last night. I I feel like that this is a team that we should definitely be keeping our eyes on. Definitely. No question about it. No question about it. So moving forward, definitely keep your eye on Miami. Now, this one is the fan favorite, baby. This one is the one. Last night, Ja Morant led his team to victory with 30 points, including a game-winning layup with one second left on the clock. Now, this is one I watch live, like I do a lot of the games, but I didn't miss a beat on this one. Um, we know how Cat and John Morant throughout the series have made slight comments, made it known that they, it's just competitors being competitors. I'm not reading too much into it. If you, if you caught it, you caught it. But one thing last night, Cat has got to stop getting ahead of himself. Now, both guys are trash talkers, but... It just comes off, and this may seem like a shot that Cat is being like a fake tough guy, man. He's 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 playing well. Don't get me wrong, he's playing well, but sometimes at times he gets ahead of himself. Whether it be him saying something too soon, um, I mean, dating back to his comment, his comment last game when they made a a, a good comeback. Um, we in Minnesota now, or excuse me, that was game two. We in Minnesota now, or game three. We're in Minnesota now. We're in Minnesota now in regards to when we get to, Cat saying if we, when we get to Minnesota, it's going to be different. They ended up winning that game. Now let's go back to last night. Cat was hushing the crowd and be really excited, you know, with the 13 point lead. But then his team let them get back in it. And then you find yourself once again, falling short late. I just think it's good to keep a level head and play your game, Cat. But we're not going to get too much into that. Great, great win. And Ja also caught an amazing poster on Michael Beasley. If you saw it, I know you were out your seat. I know I was. It was crazy. Uh, so shout out to those boys out in Memphis, man. And, and just leading the way, Ja Morant is, is really coming to life here. It, it's a show every time Memphis is on. He's, he's leaving it all out, all out there. In comparison, I mean, his athleticism is absolutely crazy. He, he, he's in the same category with the D. Rose in his prime and Russell Westbrook. Just the freakishness, especially a few years ago, the, freak, the freakish athleticism at the one. To have that athleticism at that position, it, it's amazing to watch, I know, as a fan. Um, so keep doing what you're doing, Ja. I, I hope to see these guys play well. They just don't always make the best decisions. So I think that may come back and bite them. In, in a series where they looks like they'll have to play Golden State. Um, 
But Ja is showing this is his time. If this was any, forget what I'm saying. Forget what the next man's saying. This is Ja's time to really come to life. He's hasn't he hasn't had this stage yet. He's so young, man. He's 22, I believe. He he's just getting there. He's just getting there. So this is where you prove it. I, I feel like you can't really predict what's gonna happen. I know we're looking at teams, but Ja has been proving himself so far. So I would expect him to at least make it very competitive in that Warriors series. Um, so I'll look for that one. Might as well piggyback into my next one. It's a wrap, and it's a wrap out there with Denver and, and Warriors. Uh, they're up 3-1. Um, Jokic is playing great. Um, team is doing what they can, but it just it's just not going to work. It's it's not going to work. They they have they have some stuff that they need to work on. They have some some pieces that they probably need to. Um, allowed to heal. They were down Jamal Murray. Huge loss right there. Um, so I, I do expect Golden State to win this series, send Denver back to the drawing board offseason. Uh, but definitely don't forget about Denver over the next three to five years, man, between the new additions to me, pa- not powerhouses, but guys that are going to be regularly competitive out in the West is going to be Dallas and definitely Denver. As long as they stay healthy, continue the same system, they'll, they'll be good. Jumping down to another one, Dallas and, excuse me, Utah. 3-2 right now out in Dallas. What at first was a uh, Luka, uh, excuse me, was a Luka-less, <laughs> was a Luka-less series, has now turned into Luka doing what we expect Luka to do. Uh, playing great. His team is playing great. Utah, to me, this is more about Utah. Once again, just disappointed. I feel like we've been saying the same, singing the same song for the last two, three years as far as with Utah. Good regular season team, usually well coached. We know what you're going to get in Donovan Mitchell. It's just sometimes the other guys. More so for me, Rudy Gobert. He just doesn't, Rudy just doesn't get the job done, man. And he, sometimes he makes bad decisions down the stretch and I know you I know you cannot put it on one guy but it just seems to be a regular thing either he's getting out he's he's being outplayed all around or the other guys just being more physical with Rudy he'll have good games in postseason um here and there but for the most part he's not a guy that can be that's reliable not not saying that that should be a guy that you can rely on other than defense um but Sad. I feel like Dallas is going to win that. Utah, in order for them to pull back and win this series, is not going to necessarily take a miracle, but it's definitely going to take some shooting in the foot on the Mavericks part. I think this is their series, and they should win this, win that series in six. Last one, tapping into another one of my favorites, Chris Paul Devin, and the Devin Booker list Suns are right now 3-2 with New Orleans Pelicans. I feel like New Orleans is playing great. They are a coming-of-age team right now. You got B.I., Brandon Ingram, playing great. I mean, just just dropping bombs. In game two, he had 37. In game three, he had 34. In game four, he had 30. In game five, it looks like he, excuse me, game five, he, he still dropped great numbers. So I feel like B.I. is a guy that's, Coming to age right now, it's exciting to see Pelicans out there uh, just playing good, playing good basketball. Unfortunately, they are going against the Phoenix Suns, who I predict to get back to the uh, to the Western Conference Finals this year. 
and possibly win the entire thing. To me, that's my prediction. Last year, I was one of the few that even predicted Phoenix to go far in the playoffs. I'm talking during early during regular season. I predicted Phoenix to go far in the playoffs because they had that man, Chris Paul, who regardless of what you want to say, makes everyone around him better, which is very, very important when it comes to the playoffs. So I do have Phoenix pulling this out, um, but I do expect New Orleans to be one of those teams that we're talking about for the next maybe two to five years because of the young pieces that they have. Hopefully they come back with a healthy, in-shape Zion and can make some things happen. Um, Shout out to Devontae Graham out there um, doing his thing as well. So I'm I'm looking for New Orleans, man, to come together. I, I Overall, the playoffs has just been so fun. I, I, I just hope y'all enjoying it really as much as I am because I, it's not too much more that I can ask for as a fan. It's not too much more that I can ask for as a fan. And you know with everything coming up coming up here in the offseason, we'll be coming back with more news. Uh, NBA playoffs is going to keep going. We got a few games coming on tonight. We're going to tap back in. But right now, This was all I have for you, man. I'm Corey, and thank you for listening Inside the Scoreboard. Yes, sir.